Welcome to Business Launch Prep School Podcast. Rolanda is so loving that she, you know, she just embraced you and say, okay, well, what else do you need? How can I help you? A podcast for new women coaches seeking to create God-driven coaching practices from scratch. Because you provide such good service to us as a coach and a teacher and a mentor. Each week, best practices and actionable advice is delivered. Join the program while you have accountability. That is very encouraging for me. Here's your host, Rolanda Sumner, the creator of Business Launch Prep School. So today I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to vent a little bit. I'm going to let some things out. And I feel like you guys would understand where I'm coming from. There is this conversation or I've run into a few conversations on LinkedIn where the topic of self-worth and money come up. And what I notice is when it's a woman of color who brings up this topic, you know, the masses want to have caveats about why she shouldn't feel that way, why she shouldn't want to claim her worth monetarily and why she should you know, just be happy for what she has. And, you know, her self-worth is determined by other people. And I don't see that when the discussion is with uh, men or when it's with white men. I don't see that when it's with um, women who, white women, I don't, I don't see that. But when the discussion lands on a woman of color, particularly African-American or Hispanic, there is this big hoopla, there's this, like, the streams go on for days about people wanting to add caveats and, oh, I agree, but, and their own opinion about how a person should perceive their own worth. And it's it's triggered me because I really feel like if you have never had your worth minimized or downgraded or someone tell you you are not worth as much as others you would not understand how it feels for someone else to tell you or for anyone to tell you that you are not worth what you're asking for that you should be happy with the subjective view of someone else's worth of you. And it's disgusting. It's utterly insensitive and it's disgusting. So my story is even as a child and then, you know, going to school, going to work, joining the military, There's always been this level of worth, okay? This level of worth that, you know, I felt like I needed to reach. So, you know, one part of it is 
feeling that I was unworthy of my father's attention and love. And then you get to school and I, I got to school and then I wasn't very popular. I was kind of nerdy. I was very nerdy, but wasn't popular. And so it was, you know, are you worth friendships or not being bullied? And then I got into uh, the military and it was like, okay, you are worthy of fixing these issues, but you're not worthy of the promotion. You know, you're, you're worthy of working at a higher grade, oftentimes several grades above my pay grade. I was worthy of being number one or number two on the list, but I wasn't worthy of actually promoting. Instead, someone else who did less work, knew less, um, stood up for soldiers less would get the promotion. Even in the, the workplace, you know, it's like you are worthy of have, of serving me, but you are not worthy of following. And so when it comes down to owning your own business and you start to set up your own work according to what you know you do and how you perform, it's really infuriating when you see posts about people downsizing someone's worth okay so while i'm talking to you i'm looking for this post because uh, this it, it really triggered me like it really aggravated me i feel like it isn't fair that i i feel like it's not fair that people should have to be subjected to someone else's view of their worth. Why not just be fair, right? Why not be fair? So I found the post. It was made by the female lead um, yesterday. And uh, that would be October 27th. And there's a tweet from Miss Angel um, or Mrs. Angel. And She's from Mace from State Farm, or her name is Mace from State Farm. And she says, jobs need to understand that only way to make me feel appreciated is to pay me what I'm worth. That's it. No amount of lunch on me, t-shirts, or team building is going to cut it. I agree. I completely agree. You should be able to have both. You should be paid with your worth and have all those little extras if you're an employee. You shouldn't have to have to trade between, you know, you shouldn't have to choose between getting the little extras like a lunch or t-shirt or team building and getting paid fairly. However, I clearly am one of few people who believe this because there are several comments about, there are several caveats and comments in this stream that say otherwise. So uh, let me read one. Somebody says, yeah, I agree with you to disagree. As a manager of a long time, I mean, for a long time in different places, I treated all of my employees, coworkers, peers the same, like I would want to be treated. I gave them positive praise, fair criticism, and when I messed up, I was and always have been honest about it. And yes, I fed them. 
I ordered pizza, brought their favorite snacks with my own money, and most importantly, I listened um, to them. I didn't have the power to give them raises, only to be the best boss, mentor, coach, peer that I could be. It's been four years since I've worked where I worked, and I've had several people reach out to me saying that I'm one of the best bosses they have ever had and would work for me again. No, that's not a supplement to their income. I did have the power to do appraisals, and I did have the power to train them, give them skills so that they could be better versions of themselves and move on to a better paying paying um and better job. And this is from Kim Cantrell. And this is this is how I see her comment. I see her comment as maybe she took it personal, but I also see her comment as saying, you know, I cannot, I didn't have control over their raises. I didn't have control of the raises. I did the best they could, which is true. But it could not have been said. It, it, she could have kept it to herself because we're not talking about the managers who are doing the best they can with what they have. We're talking about the people who are in control of hiring people, of, of paying them right. Right? We're talking about the folks who are paying their people right. I, I think it's crazy that, you know, there's caveats. There's caveats all over the stream. I, I want you to go out. I'm going to post the link to it. And I want you to go out and read it. I want you to go out here and, and actually read the comments. So I read a few, a few comments. I read a few more comments. I haven't found the one that really pissed me off, but I'm going to read my response to the rest of the thread because generally the rest of the thread has worse comments than what she says. And I don't necessarily think her comment was terrible, but I think it did not account for the person's feelings, that woman's feelings in saying that, you know, in all of the work I do, I don't want pizza. I want to be paid correctly. So I said, the comments in this thread are shocking. Everyone wants to be on the fair wage wagon, but one, someone, I mean, when someone comes out and says, payment, I mean, pay me what I'm worth, there are all these excuses, exceptions, and caveats. Stop it. No one wants to be paid less than what they are worth, period. This is why women of color are taking over entrepreneurship by storm because we are tired of the excuses and caveats that comes with other people justifying why we should be grateful for less. Pizza team building t-shirts don't pay the bills or buy groceries. They don't help you live a more comfortable life or send your kids to college. They most certainly make you feel like you've reached your professional, don't make you feel like you've reached your professional goals. Just stop it. What you're saying is only justifying why unequal pay should continue. And I've gotten several people to say they agreed. And then I've gotten some people to say, I should stop dictating what people should say. There's no right or wrong answer. So Reverend C.H. Howard D. said, uh, that please stop dictating. You have no right or authority to dictate or preach, particularly when you make the impression of attempting to silence a healthy exchange of opinions. I sense a work 
um, a sense of worth is highly subjective and frequently fueled by misguided ideologies. One's subjective self-worth, self-worth, us, a, I mean, is a very unreliable and frequently poor measure of one's worth to others in society at large. I find that simply claiming to have worth is not persuasive. The proof is not only in doing, but also in the motivation for doing. One's worth may frequently be evaluated at least preliminarily and facially by how, I mean, but how one expresses him or herself and the quality of the language used in that expression. And I say, are you saying that it is the fault of the minority woman why she is being paid less? Is it her fault that she's being paid less? Do you understand what I'm saying? Like, is it her fault that she's being paid less? The people who are being paid less than what, you know, is, is out there, what less than what is set, less than what the standard is for that particular job. Is it their fault? Right. You know, it shouldn't be said that it's their fault for being paid less. Because what that says to me is that there is no acknowledgement that people are getting paid less than the traditional white male, less than the traditional white woman. Like there is this huge gap and it's their fault that they have a gap. It sounds really, really, really elitist at this point when somebody stands up and says, well, you're getting paid less because you deserve less. Well, who's to say what I deserve? I bring all this up. I know I, I spoke for a straight 12, 13 minutes about all of this. I bring this up because when you are pricing your programs, when you are pricing your services, when you are working with your clients, you are going to face this wall of work. You're going to face this wall. You're going to be like, am I worth? Am I smart enough? Should I even ask for that amount of money? You're going to, you're going to hit this wall every time. And I'm telling you, you need to kick that wall down. Every time you get to it, you need to put a hole in it. You don't have to prove anything. Your evidence is in the, the results your clients get. And they came to you because of you and their trust of you. Yes, you have to earn their trust. But you don't ask your client, how much do you want to pay? You tell them how much the service is. You don't ask them. Don't get caught up. Matter of fact, take away the mentality that it is your fault that you're not getting paid correctly. As a business owner, it would be your fault that you're not getting paid correctly because you didn't stand for your own their transformation and claim the rates that you should rate. But as an employee, you're subject to someone else. So someone else gets to say, well, you're not worth what Joe Schmucky is worth. As a business owner, as a CEO, you have to now put yourself in a position 
to learn how to think like a CEO. And so instead of asking someone what you are worth, you are now notifying others of what you are worth. You are telling them, my time and services are worth this much. And it's a hard transition to make. It's a hard transition to make. This triggered me so hard. Because if you've never been in the position where you are subject to someone else's worth and they they treat you like an unlimited resource to be used and used and used, but they don't want to compensate you fairly, they don't want to advance you fairly, but they will use you, then it, you know the burn. You know the pain, the hurt, what it does to your self-esteem, what it does to your pocketbook. We don't have a wealth gap by accident. We have a wealth gap because the people who are making the decisions on someone else's worth have all agreed that if you look a certain way that or you go to a certain school that you are worth less than someone else who looks like them and behaves like them is. That's what we're talking about. When you are a CEO of your own business, you set your own worth. You set your own worth. I hope that lands well on someone. I hope someone is listening to this and they're like, oh my gosh, thank you for setting that straight. Thank you for verbalizing what I was thinking. Not that I want like a pat on the back or anything. But what I'm saying is, is that At this stage, when you're a CEO of your business, you're going to go through several mindset shifts and it's going to be for several reasons. One of the mindset shifts is definitely going to be about money. It's going to happen time and time again. Every time you reach a new um, revenue ceiling, you're going to go through this again. And then when it comes down to working with people and <laughs> you're discovering that there's some things that you are non-negotiables, like you won't tolerate no-shows, you don't tolerate um, people talking to you like you're crazy. There, it, When it comes down to the non-negotiables about your brand, there are certain things you're going to learn that you will not stand for and certain things you will always stand for. And when it comes down to the wealth question, the worth question, are you worth being paid appropriately? It's going to come up. It's also going to come up when it's time for you to hire. And I beseech you to be fair when it comes to hiring and paying people. Check your unconscious bias at the door and really look at really look at what they're bringing to the table and what you paid someone else 
what you paid someone else for doing the exact same thing. I hope that helps. And I will speak to you guys next week. If you're curious about the thread that I was talking about, the, the thread is in um, the description below. And if you are ready to claim your value and pricing, if you're ready to develop a high ticket program so that you can transform someone's life, so you can help them get over um, a hard time, so you can help them make more money, so you can help them live a happier life, whatever your transformation is, let me know. Book a complimentary call so that we can start planning out your next steps to making a difference. Thanks for listening to the Business Launch Prep School podcast. Be sure to join the Women Starting New Coaching Businesses Facebook group to access weekly free training and more. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn and hashtag BLPS.